A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed. And it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to the Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League podcast with me, John Richardson. And me, Matt Ford. This is the podcast where we follow the highs and lows of the FPL teams of some of the country's funniest people. We're at the bus stop, still awaiting any sign of the Premier League football megabus. But there's lots of other stuff to clear up in this episode. So, Matthew, where should we begin? So, there's no FPL this no. week. Because there's no PL this week. No. Um, which is it's very boring when it's not on, isn't it? Well, I don't mind the break, to be honest. I like the break from FPL, yes. but I don't like the break from PL. No, that's true. Yeah, it's nice to watch some PL. But there's been AFCON, and I'll tell you what, there's been a hell of an Australian Open final. Oh, yes, and EFL. EFL action, of course, featuring Nottingham Forest, who were defeated yesterday by Cardiff City. Yes, it was very annoying. Um, I should deal with this at the start. Please do, because I know people have been waiting to hear what you made of that defeat. No, I'm... I wouldn't say hungover. (laughs) I would. (laughs) I wouldn't say hungover, but I drank a lot of alcohol yesterday, and I can't stop being sick. I haven't been sick. Good. But I certainly don't feel 100%. You know, I do feel just slightly. I've had a curl. Cur- 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 <laughs> oh, what man. What happened it's yesterday just... then? You pushed on through from Sunday brunch, out with Lovejoy and Rimmer. Guys, not Forest are playing Cardiff City. Why don't you come with me to the old milked cow and we'll have a few? Yeah, that right. I'd love to. <laughs> I'd love to go to the old milked cow. Is that a real pub? No, I just made it up. There's got to be a pub. I'm Googling it now. Old Milked Careful. Cow. Careful. Don't click videos. I, know, yeah. I won't do an image search. Old Milk Cow Pub. Oh. The Milking Parlour. No. Tollgate Brewery. Not quite the same. Ye Old Dun Cow. <laughs> that really does sound like an insult, doesn't it? Ye Old Dun Cow is in... Oh, tell me where you are. Bear with me. The Electrical Brewery. That would suggest... Um, Contact. They're at Rougely. WS15. The old dung cow. Just Google. You know we're recording a podcast, right? Yeah, but you when you say the old milk cow, anyway, yeah, I guess a fair point. <laughs> so anyway, you're on Sunday brunch, few rums in the old tasting session. Before you know it, Tinchy Strider's closing the show with his new single, and then you're in the back of a cab. Well, they left me out of the drinking bit. Did they? Yeah, I didn't get to do that bit. They're like, I oh, know you're not doing this bit. Like, oh. Yeah, it says on the form, anyway. liability. <laughs> anyway, so so what happened was, I went to have a gig last night, mm. but it turned out the date was wrong. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, turned God. Out the date was oh, wrong. God. So, so I was like, why don't we go out? So we ended up going round town. You and Rimmer and um, Lovejoy? That was me and my girlfriend. Okay. So we went out, had a few... Ended up on some whiskey cocktail, mm-hmm. and then obviously woke up this morning. Oh, I'd left the heating on full blast as well. Oh, full, awful, uh, dry. Ah, uh, we wake up like that. Uh, 
And then, um, uh, anyway, I've just had a shot of uh, Gaviscon, and that's kind of a steady shot the ship, of Gaviscon. Well, a glug, you know, I just go straight to the bottle. I don't, I don't decant I've it. I've never had Gaviscon. What does it taste like? It's got a kind of creamy chalkiness, mm. but I, by pure chance, bought often it has a kind of medicinal mintiness to it that can be a bit. Yeah. But this one, and I didn't realise I was buying this one, is mixed berry flavour. And it's much nicer. Oh. That's quite, it's a bit like Calpol. I bought some last week that was matte berry flavour. And I tell you what, <laughs> not nice. Gaviscon. <laughs> matte berry flavour. In the 80s. <laughs> For heartburn and indigestion. <laughs> um, but, so I'm hungover, but I, I have good news. It's good news that you're hungover. I treat him. Is it yeah. or is it unprofessional? Well, I think it's it's less professional than making our audience listen to you Google an address of a pub that doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, but on Wednesday night we're going out, aren't we? We are. Yes, we are. I'm so excited. It's the forfeit catch up this week, so we'll be together for four days. Four day. Four days <gasps> of forty with John Richardson. <laughs> Four days of 44 fits. Yes. So we're going to go for a Toby Carvery, aren't we? Yeah, you're paying and I'm having champagne. You're, pay- you're having champagne, I'm paying, and you're picking what I get to eat. Yeah. You know what? I've been thinking about this. I might not have champagne. Oh, all right. Fine. Lovely. Good. I might just have some Cascale instead. I think it'd go better with a Carvery. Yeah, it'll be it'll be Abbott Ale or something, won't it, at a Toby Carvery, I imagine. Green King IPA. Eggy. Yeah. Ideally, London Pride. Doom bar. Yes. Those ones. Young. Is anyone nice. uh, is anyone doing anti sponsorship? A sort of new ground in podcasts where we take money from brands to slag off their rivals rather than um talk up their products. I wonder if anyone's That's doing a great that idea. Yet. I'm John Richardson and I don't like Green King IPA. Why don't you like it? I don't think I've ever had a good pint of it. It's a bit ubiquitous, and it's in the sort of pub where the smart move is just to go for a lager. And you see that one pump. They've got a row of about eight, and there's only one on, and it's always Green King IPA. And you think, well, no, I do want an ale. And you have it, and you think, oh, I should have just had Cronenberg. You know what, though? That happened to me yesterday. They only had Green King IPA. Perhaps you had a bad pint then, and you're not hungover. Yeah. And then I went to another pub, and I looked through the window, (laughs) and they had two pumps of (laughs) Timothy Taylor Landlord. I was like, here we go. Went in. It's a pint landlord. He said, well, the landlord's office. The only reason I came in. I realised that sounded sad. So, Green King IPA, please. Oh, the landlord's off. Right, well, let's have the champagne for free. Uh, Second proper gag of the show. Very good gag. So I am, um, but I do have some good news. I, More good um, news. I treated myself to something, right? And I've got it with me. Okay. So I'm going to give you a clue. I would say it was an aspirational item. Mm-hmm. And, Kitchenware. Um, I'm, hang on a sec. Just don't. Where was I? It's an aspirational item. Oh, he's written this I down. It. <laughs> no, I haven't written yeah. it down. I'm trying to remember. If I hadn't written it down, I would struggle. Where was I? I? Um, yes, it's it's an aspirational product. Have you written a script? No. Okay. I think it's fairly obvious I haven't. Can you guess what it is? Okay. Can I now ask the question I asked 27 seconds ago and you got angry at me? Go is on. it kitchenware? Go on, no. Is it clothing? Yes. Oh, aspirational clothing. Right. Do you mean it's aspirational in its size or in its design? Ooh, I mean in its desirability. Right. Um, As in, I always wanted one. Oh, I know what it is. It's a barber jacket. 
Oh, no, I used to have oh, one. Oh, okay. It is a Gap hoodie. You're <laughs> <laughs> the second person who's laughed in my face. Well, do you know, I know who the first one is, because I saw your girlfriend last week, and one of the first things she told me is, he's bought this Gap hoodie, and he said, I've always wanted one. And I know she said to you, well, it's a shame you're 30 years too late. <laughs> yeah, she did, yeah. She slagged it off. Yes. I was like, when I was 18, I used to walk past the Gap shop in the Victoria Centre in Nottingham, and it was just so expensive. And I was like, I loved the Gap adverts. I'd love to see you in a Gap advert. All right, don't. I was just like, you know, the day I own a Gap hoodie, I'd have made it, basically. Anyway, I went online. I was like, 25 quid. Why have I left it this long? You know, I don't often spend money on clothes. As you know, I'm not a fashionable guy. I mean... The things I do spend money on are sort of football shirts that I barely wear. But um, anyway, uh, I bought myself a, and I've got it on now. And how does it feel? Has it changed you? It feels so nice. It feels like a real treat to my 18-year-old self. I've waited 21 years to own a Gap hoodie. Mm. When I saw other people wearing them, I thought, oh, my God, they look so cool. They look so <laughs> relaxed about life. <laughs> I remember once my mate Roger wearing one to Edinburgh, and I was just like, oh, man, he just looks like the happiest man in a Gap hoodie. <laughs> I've always associated it with like, having your life sorted. Do you know what I mean? I mean they go to the, the pub on a Sunday, they have a roast, and they've got no worries in the world. You know, They go home into a house with an open fire and a loyal dog. And they eat biscuits. And, um, you know, I, I guess, I don't know. I, 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 they didn't used to be 25 quid, did they? They used to be about 100 quid. Yes, there's a lot to be said for buying things that make you feel a certain way. You know, I, I've gone through all my clothes this week. In, I've finally given away. What I realised I do is I attach emotional significance to t-shirts and boxer shorts and socks and as a result i don't throw them away well even just having them for a long time becomes a relationship so i think well i had those since i was at uni so how could i get rid of them now you've had boxer shorts since you were at uni boxer shorts i've still had since university i've not not told you about the pair i sleep with that i found in a tumble dryer i must have oh yes yeah so i've got a pair of boxes that i sleep in that i found in a laundrette in bristol in 2000 and to. How are they still intact? What do you think I do in them? Well, but just I don't chafing. go sort of tobogganing two, in them. I sleep in them. Two decades of chafing. Sure. Recently, I do a lot more scratching at night than I used to. But <laughs> I don't. I, I take off my acrylic fingernails before I go to bed. So they... <laughs> you want to say why you're scratching at night? Because of my uh, my visitors. My night time. Chronic. <laughs> no, it's not a chronic fissure. I thought it was a chronic fissure, and you thought it was hilarious that I had chronic anal fissures. It's not I'm a fissure. We were in New York, and we're looking in your eye and going, chronic anal fissures. Yeah, two more pints. Please, yeah, sorry, we're just having a chat for it. Yeah. Chronic anal fissures. It's not a chronic anal fissure. It's a sometimes hemorrhoid. I'm amazed you don't have hemorrhoids. Absolutely staggered. I know, but I've had... Um, Everything else. Well, I've got gout. I've had my thumb burst this morning. Ooh. It's so... My skin is so weak at the moment. And, like, even just, like, unscrewing a bottle of Gaviscon just rips the flesh. Oh, your thumb burst unscrewing Gaviscon. Gaviscon's one of those things <laughs> I'm saving until I'm older. Gaviscon and golf. So maybe on... Maybe on Wednesday, I'll wear my Gap hoodie for you, and I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll bring some Gaviscon up. Okay. I'll wear my old uh, boxer shorts. Yeah, but just then. I Nothing have else. still got 
the rugby socks that I played rugby with in the first year of secondary school. See, I understand that more. 1994. Because that feels like a, a form of sporting achievement, doesn't it? Yeah. That feels like your first England cap. I just found my old art folder as well in my office. It's got the pictures that I drew. Any good? No, awful. Really? really bad. And it's made me very angry about class because I realised that my artwork was limited by the things I had available to draw. So, for example, one of our projects was it was entitled Mechanical Form. And I'm sure a lot of people at my school lived on farms and drew like an old bloody, you know, lathe or something. I only had a corkscrew. So I drew a corkscrew and a tin opener. Um, and it just it's just not very good. Not very good pictures. They're hard to draw. Corkscrew is very hard to draw. Even even a, um, a, an architect would struggle. Yeah, even an architect. Yeah, they would. That's your autobiography. Even an I often ask myself in life, would an architect be any better than me at this? And I can say categorically, no, they wouldn't. Can we see the pictures? We should put it on the social media. Um, I might post some. Yeah, I'll put some of my old artwork up. There's a picture of a green garden chair um, that we had in the front room. There's a, I've drawn a picture of just the stairs. Yeah, that's a good thing to draw. Nice lines. The lounge door going up the stairs. And then there's a project where we had to study logos. <laughs> and I've done pictures of um, film titles from my VHS collection, including Barb Wyatt. Um, wow. So I've submitted as part of my, I think that was probably GCSE art. I've submitted the X from uh, the X-Files and the nice. Barb Wire logo from the erotic Pamela Anderson thriller. I once, and I used to love the X-Files and I used to buy the magazine or the comic. And um, you could enter competitions. And I remember... Writing, you know, that was back in the day. We just like sent in an envelope. Do you remember? Mm. And uh, I put in a letter saying, "Please let me win an envelope competition." Do like the X Files X over it, like a kind of watermark. Have some dignity. Didn't win. Didn't win. Um, which was a shame. Um, so on Wednesday, then, because obviously we're going to Toby Carvery. We're going to Toby Carvery on Wednesday. So if I wear your cap hoodie, I'm going to come in the afternoon. Are we just like going to the pub? Well, I think we should go to Toby Carvery for tea uh, while there's still some level of sort of... Because we'll film something for the the socials. Yeah, Um, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, I think we'll probably go to the pub afterwards. And then we've got a number of other forfeits to catch up on. So if there's a dock around, uh, I'll buy you a pint. There's a pub near me that sort of backs onto a lake. uh, That's a great idea. You could maybe have a a pint with a duck. I mean... We're going to have to do that quite early, though. With the light. I wonder if there's a cryogenic chamber near me that you could go and... Oh, I could just stick you in the freezer. Um, Why? Why would you do that? Well, it's sort of like cryogenics, isn't it? I'll just shut in the freezer for a minute. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Sorry, I thought we were still talking about the duck. I was like... There's the bum bag thing. There's uh, I've got to... You can film me uh, in a supermarket shouting, Bielsa is my daddy. So... You know, it's going to be a big week on the socials, so there there might not be any FPL going on at the moment, but don't you worry about forfeits. They will be caught up on. We are together Wednesday. We're gigging together Thursday and Friday. And on Saturday morning, you can see Matthew and I on Soccer AM. Yeah. With the box Football in the Kelbrook. morning, as it was almost called. Gelbrook. That's quite a good Gelbrook impression, isn't it? Gelbrook. I'm reading a book, Luke. I, I will... Ooh, I, I'm going to say... I will let you off one of your forfeits if you, to his face on camera, say, I'm Kelbrook and I'm reading a book. <laughs> but 
hang on, that is a forfeit. That's just me doing an extra forfeit. Yeah, but I'm swapping one out, is what I'm saying. I will. I will. One of the hardest men in the world, Gelbrook, and I'm reading the book. And then Gelbrook, but also he's got that anti. Gelbrook, and I'm reading the book. Get away, man! I'm Gelbrook, and I'm reading the book. <laughs> Stop ringing me doorbell. Gelbrook, and I'm reading the book. Okay, I'm just going to re-record that last link. So Matthew and I are gigging together Thursday and Friday, and on Saturday morning you can see Matt getting knocked out live on <laughs> Soccer AM. Imagine if I got Spider-Man spark me out. God, it'd be a heck of a story, wouldn't it? I don't think you'd feel a thing, it's you know. just the gentle thud of a Gap hoodie hitting the floor. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? I've got, um, as you said, I did Sunday brunch. They got me some of those pasties I was talking about on here, those Phelps pasties. Oh, that's nice. Do their research, don't they? Oh, I'll be on that, doing uh, Meet the Richardsons at some point. Let me tell them something I want. Um, oh, I'd love a Tesla. See if that what works. To eat? Do you want an industry bombshell? Ooh, go on. There are certain food-based shows that one goes on as PR for certain things one does. Yeah. Let me tell you, I've been denied access as a vegan to some of those. They won't have me on because they don't want to have to cook vegan food. Isn't that a scandal? So I'm guessing it's not Sunday brunch then, because you spoke very warmly of that. I'm guessing it's Saturday kitchen. I'm not at liberty to comment, but suffice to say, you might see me publicising Meet the Richardsons on a Sunday, but on no other day of the weekend. Wow, so that's James Martin then. I'm never going to eat at any of his airport things ever again. It's not you know, James, got one Martin. Glasgow airport. James Martin is now ITV, uh, as you would know if you kept up to date with the morning cookery shows. But... James Martin's eatery at Glasgow Airport yeah. is not great. Oh, it's another slam. It's another slam. Are you listening, yeah. Green King? I like James Martin. Yeah. He was very nice to me when I did his show. Oh, and what he I'm did sure with a Roscoff good. onion. Mm. What did he do? It sounds naughty. He um he sliced it, sort of. <gasps> he cut a knife into it. So from the top, if you hold it by the root, he cut maybe three quarters of the way down um, on a diagonal right across it. Um, yeah. So it was sort of in segments, if you will. Ooh. Then he rammed down some seasoned flour, salt and pepper, and he baked it in the oven. And it just turned into like leaves that you can just pick off, you know, like an artichoke. You just pick a strand wow. off and eat it. Missing the football, aren't we? I'm going to hate something. What Go do you on. think I hate? Um, well, you were just about, to, you were talking about missing the Premier League. So you're going to hate... Mm-hmm. What they show instead, you're going to hate um, having to fill the time with sport you don't like. No, inequality. Mm. That's what I hate. Yeah. No. Um, I hate the transfer window. I hate oh, the last day of the transfer yeah. window. I hate this whole idea, this pressure on teams to buy their way out of problems or buy themselves to the next level in, in this brief window. The inflation of players' uh, value, it's just ludicrous. And it really makes me hate football. Yeah, same. But I do find it exciting. Yeah, it's exciting to watch. But as a Leeds fan, you know we're not going to do anything, and that's our. And you know, it speaks to a wider problem that we see consumption as our way out of any of our problems. That if you've, you know, oh god, if you've got a problem in your life, buy something; it'll make you feel better. You can hear me talk more about this on the hit podcast John Richardson in the Future Notes this week, in which oh. we interview John Alexander, the author of the book Citizens. Um, oh. But this idea that if you're unhappy, you can buy something. And it'll make you feel better. It's happening to footballers. Oh, if you if you're seventh and you want to be fifth, you better buy someone. Well, what about better coaching? And what if you buy someone who turns out to be crap? No, that's a good point. Not my favourite thing to buy is every week a Terry's chocolate orange. Swede. No, it's not. You liar. I love rubbish. I love getting a Swede every week. 
I don't like Swede anywhere other than in mashed carrot and Swede. But you know who I want to ask about this? Yes. Old John. <laughs> okay. I love Old John, and I would like to talk to Old John every week. There may be a slight yeah. problem that I can't remember what voice I did for Old John. You just did an old voice. I can't believe you've got a load. I don't know what it was. Well, it's fine. Old John, you know, like all of us, wears different voices for different shows, so I'm going to ask right. Old John. Um, so here he is. Uh, hello, old John. Hello. <laughs> okay, that was not the voice. I can't remember what voice you I did. You did your old voice, you know. Oh, no. <laughs> a really good old voice last week. Yeah, that, but you see, to me, a voice is just something I, I would never build a voice into my repertoire. You know, I'd be pathetic, you know, just be, be who you are. You know, I don't, oh God, I've just remembered what you do for a living. Oh, how yeah, embarrassing. Yeah. You do voices, don't you? You do skits. You do scenarios. <laughs> we were in a pub once in Surbiton, and that Irish guy was chatting to you. Was he telling you a story something that happened to a mate of his or something? Yeah, he was telling me a story. Anyway, you can use that in one of your scenarios. Don't be using that in any of your scenarios. Oh, he said don't be using that. I oh, thought he was no, offering it. No, it wasn't, it wasn't available. Don't, don't be. be using that in any of your scenarios. And here we are years later, putting him in a scenario. He himself has become the scenario. The scenario becomes the scenarii. Oh, yeah. I want to talk to old John. So I just... can't remember. <laughs> no, it was less. No, no, no. It was very sweet. It was very warm. And I. It was one of those type ones. No. no, why have you made him a cockney? I don't know. Well, the only old voice I do is I sometimes do old cockney voice when I'm driving. You know, I used to come down here 35 years ago and that one not a co-op. Okay, that's fine. We'll talk to this fella. It was Miggins' pharmacy. And what do you make of Swede? Now, I like Swede. And I'll tell you why I like Swede. In the war, all we used to do in the war, you'd have them for pudding. Oh, yeah. what with? Nothing. What do you mean, what with? It was the war. Didn't have nothing. You didn't have no custard, you trifle mug. You'd have a sweet and that'd be your pudding. You'd be glad of it because of it, lad. I thought maybe you might, um, you know, sprinkle some desiccated sugar over it. Oh, yeah. I'll just come out of the Anderson shelter, nip down the road to frigging Planet Organic and get some desiccated coconut, you tripe. Didn't have desiccated coconut. Do you know what was desiccated? Me name. Yeah? Down <laughs> in the Anderson shelter, very dry air. She desiccated down there. I'm sorry to hear that. It must have been very troubling. You don't sound very sorry. You sound hangover. You're a mess. Well, that may be the case. I want to ask you about Planet Organic. Have you been in there? No, I haven't. Why what don't, are I going there for? There's too much glass in the front of it. I like a wall. I grew up in the war. I ain't going somewhere in the front of it's all bloody glass. I don't like Kim Butcher, or whatever her name is, and everybody's drinking there, Kim Butcher. <laughs> Tell me about your relationship with organic and sustainable foodstuffs. We didn't have anything that wasn't organic. Do you know what I mean? It's all you bloody kids have invented all this stuff that's inorganic. You put bloody pesticides and leucozade on everything, and then you tell me I'm a mug. I've got to spend more now to have less. What are you doing tonight? I ain't doing anything. So what are you really doing? lonely. Would you like me to pop around and check on you? No, I wouldn't. I think he's gone. I think he has gone. So who was that then? Because that wasn't old John. No, I don't know. That was just an old, an old, an old Cockney salt. Yeah, that was nice. That um, he well, was angrier you. than old John. He is. There was um, a vulnerability to old John that wasn't present there. Um, so something happened to me this week, John. <gasps> is it good news? Well, it's very eventful. Obviously, I've got my Gap hoodie. I was walking <laughs> down the street. 
Not in my Gap hoodie, actually. Today's looking cool, morning. looking like a chilled out, you know, Californian guy hitting the surf. I was walking down the street with a friend of mine. I, oddly enough, we were talking about football, and then these two guys walked towards me, and he went, Uh-oh. Don't come near me, I don't want the curse. The curse. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it was like... I was doing really well at FPL. Then I started listening to your podcast. I lost eight weeks on the trot. Stopped listening to it. And now I've won the last six weeks. Oh, wow. This feels yeah. like a very dangerous thing for us to read out on our podcast. Why? What do you mean? Well, you're basically telling our listeners that if they're having a dip in form to stop listening to the show. <sighs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh, SpaghettiO. The Ratner moment. Um, I mean, I, I think a lot of the... the curse stuff is banned. So I can take it, you know. I can take well, it. Coming up here's an interesting thing, though, because you listen back to this podcast, don't you, when it goes out? Yeah. I don't. Why not? I don't like myself. I don't like the sound of my voice. I don't like my pathetic comedy or my shitty opinions. I like you. I like your <laughs> voice. I like your shit comedy. I like your shit <laughs> However, worth noting, on the continuance of this theme, I don't listen to the podcast and I'm fourth in the league. And you do listen to the podcast and you're 16th. Sort of more evidence. I listen back to stuff I make to, you know, to assess, to grow, to learn, to thrive. Mm. Um, these guys then said, oh, we're coming to see you in Northampton on tour. Which feels wow. odd, doesn't it? If, if they don't want to catch the curse, they're then funding me. Yes. I mean, I sort of feel like seeing you live is is the is the bad consequence of seeing you live. Do you know what I mean? It would be harsh to have to sit through a sh- gig and then have something bad happen to you in your real life. When we did that gig in Bradford, you told me I had some good stuff. In fact, you said, it was very <laughs> you said that like when you gig with an open spot and then they put it on their poster, you sort of sheepishly gone past them in the way into the dressing room. So oh, it's good stuff in there. And the next thing you know, good stuff. John Richardson appears on the poster. Well, I'm not going to do that. Obviously that would be pathetic. And let me tell you, I have done that. I did that to the previously discussed Jim Bowen. Jim Bowen. I gets, gigged with once. So funny. If he gets any funny, you'll have to smack his ass. was it? That's exactly what he said, and I put that on the poster. And then he blanked you in Edinburgh. <laughs> he did, yeah. I loved he did. that. I felt for you, but I did love it. Yeah, it was it was a bad moment. Um, but just, just staying on the talk lines, left to be jokers to the right. It starts in a few weeks at the Exeter Guildhall. You can get tickets at mattford.com. That bit you do when you sort of mutter to yourself while you're Googling pub names that might exist. Is that still working? Um, look, a work in progress shows I, you know, I like to take risks. I chuck stuff in that may or may not get used. When you come and see me on tour, you're seeing, you know, you're seeing the full thing. You're seeing a Rolls Royce, a highly polished comedy <laughs> machine. <laughs> <laughs> why what? would I say that about myself? Obviously, yeah. I do think I'm funny, which is why I'm in this line of work. I think if I were a car, I'd be the Renault Zoe. Um, Is that a real car? Yeah, it's a small electric car. It's um, It doesn't make a lot of noise, but there is a slight whine. Um, its emissions are inoffensive, um, but it's too small to be practical, really. It's not going to catch on. You know what I'd be? I'd be a big diesel guzzling juggernaut just to piss you off and i'd follow you around everywhere beeping eh, eh, the emissions i'm gonna i'm cancelling out all the good you're doing and some <laughs> if uh jewel maybe they should remake jewel for the electric car market where you we sort should of don't do it. hear it you just hear that oh no he's here 
Oh, it's all right. He's only got 60 miles range left. Oh, yeah. It'd be quite a short film. But but we, we could... We <laughs> the make... end where one car just fades. <laughs> He's getting further away. Get further away. He stopped. Yeah, we're all right. I think we should remake it with electric and um, remake it as a sort of goofball buddy movie. <laughs> yeah, I, well, we, we did... Uh... We did go as far as to start writing a buddy movie sort of travel. I'm really envious of American films, you know, like I, I even like yeah. Wild Hogs, yeah. like films that are not part of the classic canon of American uh, cinema, but are nevertheless funny films about people traveling across America. The great problem with this country is you can travel across it in a day. So it's it's not much of a... Uh, an epic cinema piece. Remember my pitch to you when you when you said that. I said unless you take a wrong turn, and that would be the title of the show. Yes, and the, the opening accidental scene. road trip. Do you remember the opening scene? Yeah, I think I can't remember which one of us came up with it, but it involved me sick on myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm depressed at uni. You're a sort of washed up alcoholic in his final year. I ring you for a chat and you open your mouth and sick comes out. <laughs> we've got to make it. Obviously, we can't sit at university anymore. We're too old. But hey, hey, mouth. hey, speak for yourself. Okay, you could be the janitor or something. I could be the dean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, something like that. And I think we should definitely make it. I, I think it's mad we've never worked on a scripted project. I think it's it? mad we've never made a Hollywood blockbusting film. Isn't it? It's the one thing left, isn't it? We've done a podcast. We've been on a panel show together. We've done a documentary. All that's left is Hollywood. Yeah. People right? people must listen to this show in Hollywood. Email us. Hello at cpfpl.com. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love the confidence with which you say people must listen to this show in Hollywood, where one of the features is that we describe a person who is literally in our listener league, and even they don't get back into I know, like what? So That's... even people who listen to this podcast don't listen to this podcast. So no word yet from Joe Witherson on on your description of him. And we've got other people lining up saying, "Do me, do me," um, but not until we hear back from Joe. We are all waiting for you. Joe. And you know what? This is important. This is a lesson in punctuality and manners. Is we're all having to wait behind for you, Joe. Um, so rude. The, the effort we put in for this guy is just like, oh, I might should... get in touch with John Richardson about Ford. Come on, mate. So that into your description of him, maybe. Maybe he's a, a dawdling flaneur. What's a flaneur? I don't know. I think it's from uh, League of Gentlemen. I think oh, it's a sort of wastrel. Flaneur is a French term meaning stroller or loafer used by Baudelaire. I think it's, do you know, it's maybe Rick Mail. I've picked it up off. Dawdling flaneur. Do you want me to bring you anything up on Wednesday? Um, bring Vinny up. No. I'd like to see Vinny. Cease these murderous plans. You really changed since you started wearing Gap. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, could you could you bring up a Fido pair of Fido Dido jeans and your uh, what's it called Fat Willie's Surf Shack? <laughs> it's not like that. Gap's a bigger brand than them. It's cool. No, they're like niche. They're like funny brands. They're like Fido Dido's a can of Seven Up. Do you know what I mean? Like, why don't you bring up that? t-shirt where when you sweat it changes colour. Those ones. Oh, what are they called? Ocean Pacific or something? Something. Unicolor or something. No, I'll, I'll wear my Gap You'll hoodie. you come up you... in your Puma disc. <laughs> <laughs> it's different to that. That's like child stuff. Gap hoodie. Gap, Gap is like adult aspirations. I mean, on a serious note, you do actually need to bring a bum bag for the Neil Warnock forfeit. 
So we might as well go full 90s. <laughs> That's all we've got time for this week. Next podcast, we will be joined by comedian and Arsenal fan, Alan Davies. Please get in touch with forfeit ideas, news stories, questions, thoughts, emotions, desires. Tweet us at ComediansFPL or email us hello at cpfpl.com. Don't forget, dudes, we're on Insta. So look at our cool feed. <laughs> Ring the buzzer. Uh, comedians You're on MySpace as well, aren't you? Do you want to plug in MySpace? Oh, yours. We're on Facebook. Put your pager number out in case anyone needs to get hold of you. We're on Facebook, at Comedians FPL. It's all on the front page of his Filofax. No, this is bad banter because this is, you're, you're, you're throwing gap in with all that sort of tat. <laughs> yeah. Um... No, 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 but it's not. No. Gap is like, it's almost like Dior. Of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's, it's like out of like Chanel or something. Like It doesn't make any sense, man. Also, um, just... Any advice, tweet me directly at Matt Ford. I can't really stress. No one is doing this. And we'll feature it in our new section. Hot Tips. Bye. Bye.